The king and queen have entered the throne room, and they look marvelous as always. And that's you. Yeah, you. Your royalty. Thanks for stopping by and joining me today. In this episode, we'll look at a part of our identity that can really change our attitude of who we have been made by Christ. Your royal priesthood. Now sit up straight on your throne and give a listen. I love movies about the kings in medieval times. The pomp and ceremony can be inspiring or hilarious, depending on the genre of the movie. But they can help us get a mind picture of who we have been made and how we are to act. I've written a poem about it. It's simply titled, Reigning. Here it is. What is it like to be a king? To have dominion over all you see? To have authority every place you go? To rule, to royally decree and demand it done. What is it like to reign in life? By one, Jesus Christ. As Christ walked this earth, he showed forth the dominion given him of his Father. He spoke with authority. The winds, the rains, and the waves, the principalities and powers of the spiritual realm obeyed his command. Victorious, triumphant, more than conquerors in him, we have authority. We have power over all. We are no longer slaves, no longer held in bondage to fear. As sons of God, we must gain the attitude of spiritual royalty. We are not paupers or peasants plodding through life. We wear no royal robe, but the Spirit of God. We wear no golden crown, only His holiness. We bear no kingly scepter, only the name of Jesus. Through Christ, we are heirs of God. In Christ, we can do all things. For Christ, we stand in his stead. By Christ, we reign in life. There are a whole bunch of books and movies that show a humorous side to the story of a peasant who switches places with royalty. Other stories show the challenge of trying to be elevated, as they say, above one's station. Cinderella is a classic example of that genre. She's changed from a common servant into nobility. But we have been made new creations in Christ. Forget about class distinctions. We are not just human anymore. We are a whole new species of spiritual people. We talked about this a little bit last week from 2 Corinthians 5.17, which again bears repeating. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Being a new creation leaves our mere humanity and all its stuff back in the dust and sets us into a completely different realm of existence. We don't have to try to be someone else. We are different. Our very nature has been changed. To live my life in light of my earthly citizenship or ethnic race or ec economic status or even my gender is to abdicate the seat I have next to God in Christ. After we were quickened with Christ, we were raised up and made to sit together with him in the heavenlies. Let me read that to you from Ephesians chapter 2, verse 6. And hath raised us up together 
and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. We were made to sit. It was more than just a simple invitation. It's what Christ accomplished for us. Now back to Cinderella. There's an example. The devil's the evil stepmother. And he's trying to constantly keep us down and keep us from our inheritance. And he desires to challenge the truth of what God made you and where you were rightfully seated. We have been raised to a new level far beyond that of being a mere mortal. The Spirit of God now lives within us, giving us dominion over everything. It's not by us, it's by the Spirit of God. The challenge we generally face is believing who we've been made in Christ. We reign because we have been seated. It's like being a judge who sits on the bench. But we're more than judges. We're royalty, kids of the king and made kings. Again, look at Romans chapter 5, if you've got a Bible handy, in verse 17. For if by one man's offense death reigned by one, much more they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one, Jesus Christ. God didn't just give us grace in Christ. He gave us abundance of grace so the supply will never run out. And with that abundance of grace, we also got the gift of righteousness. You can't earn it. It was a gift. You don't have to become righteous. You are righteous. Now, it's nice to live righteously, but you, you were given the gift of righteousness. So the result is we can reign in life by Jesus Christ. We reign because of that unmerited favor and because of his righteousness upon us. So it's not due to our obedience, which is good, but it's not due to our performance or observance of any law. He equipped us to be heavenly royalty, sent to earth to show forth his goodness. So as Adam originally had dominion over all the earth, we now have dominion through what Jesus Christ accomplished. You now reign in life by him. This is one of the goals of Christ's sacrifice, to regain all that Adam lost. But then there was a whole bunch more. So again, let me read you from 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9. But we are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, and holy nation, a peculiar people. That means purchased, although some of us are kind of weird. Anyway, that ye should show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Your royal priesthood. Jesus was of the lineage of David, the king. And Jesus was of the order of Melchizedek, who was a priest and a king. As a new spiritual creation and joint heir with Christ, you have been given that same heritage. You're a royal priesthood called to show forth the praise of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. So let's show forth that royal priesthood. Let's act like it. And let's be about praising the Lord. Praising God is simply done by telling others of his good news and the blessings he's bestowed upon us. As we show forth the praises of God, we show forth the promise given in Revelation 12, 11, 
that we will overcome by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. When you have proof, when you have a testimony of what God's done in your life, that speaks to others in such an amazing way. It is the sermon of your life. Being a king and priest is also spoken of again in Revelation chapter 1, verse 6. And hath made us kings and priests unto God and his Father. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. So you were made kings and priests, or you ladies, you were made a queen. You didn't go to royalty school to learn to be regal and pass a test to receive a crown as your diploma. As a king or queen, you have control or dominion over your realm. You have all the resources of your kingdom at your command. As a priest, you are called by God to serve him. Every child of God has this calling. Why and how did this happen? The verse before it in verse 5 tells us. Revelation 1.5 And from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness and the first begotten of the dead and the prince of the kings of the earth, unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood. I'm in awe that Jesus, the ruler or the prince of the kings of the earth, loved me and washed me from my sins in his own blood. Again, can you say thank you, Jesus? So he made us kings and priests because of his love and by way of the cleansing accomplished. It's what Jesus has done for us. He repeats it in chapter 5 of Revelation, verse 10, and hast made us unto our God kings and priests, and we shall reign on the earth. As kings and priests, we are to reign on the earth. As my poem says, we're not paupers or peasants plodding through life. We have dominion. So where do we get off at times thinking we don't amount to anything? We were raised to sit up next to God in Christ. Again, we're a royal priesthood. You got a crown on your head, and it really looks good on you. So back in Romans chapter 8, verse 17, it says, And if children, then heirs, heirs as in inheritance, not as in error, you're not a mistake. You're an heir of God and joint heir with Christ. It means you fully share with Christ in everything that was given to him by God. So you've been made royalty. So take the world's view of you and trash it. Take to you your true identity as one that's in authority, like a king. You have all the resources of the kingdom. You've been given abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness. You don't have to earn anything. Now as a royal priesthood, you stand worthy before God. You're righteous because of the blood of Jesus. Again, it's not about you and what you do. It's about what Jesus did. And he gave his life. It says he loved us and washed us in his own blood, giving us life and giving us the right to reign in life. It has been taught by many 
that we are to be training for raining. So may I suggest for training exercise one that you make yourself a paper crown and put it on your head. It truly is a thought that counts. And for training exercise two, stand in front of a mirror and tell yourself your royalty. Seriously, this is your regal reality. What will you do today to help yourself accept it?